At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense with personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Where highly trained service technicians have your back, helping you take care of the small stuff before it becomes big stuff. Plus a full range of services from Pennzoil oil changes and tire rotations to filters, wipers, and more. We've got what your car needs, so you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Find a Pennzoil pouring service center near you at JiffyLube.com. Thank you, everyone, again, for making this part of your Monday night. This is awesome. <laughs> Crowds have been great this year, Isaiah. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And I've seen some, some familiar faces over here, down here. Consistent, over consistent. Over yonder. I like it, consistent. <laughs> well, it's part of your concussion protocol, so they just want to see how you're doing in, here at Misters. <laughs> I, ta- I told I talked to Roger Goodell, talked to the Bills. They said, you got to get here for episode number three yeah. to just, you know, figure everything out with uh, – your concussion situation. So, how, how you feeling? What, what's the latest? That's what everybody wants to know here uh, in person, online, across the country. How is Isaiah McKenzie feeling? Feeling pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't think it was too bad. My coach. It looked did. bad. Yeah, it was bad. But uh, um, yeah, I was. I was. I wasn't out though. I was on the ground. I was stuck there. I couldn't move. But I. W- I could speak. I was like. Hey, I can't move. But and then after a couple of seconds, I moved, and I'm like, I'm fine. I can get up and run. And then I did the whole protocol thing, the the testing and everything in the locker room. And it was like, it was best that I stay out. So I stayed out. Man, so you couldn't move? No. Like, what, just lost total movement in your arms, your legs? Uh-huh. That's kind of scary, Isaiah. Yeah, I guess. Were you scared? Like when you try to move your fingers and your arms <laughs> no, and my, you were unable to? My coach asked me that. I was like, no, nah, not really. Because I knew eventually I would move, I think. Because I was talking and I was like, um, I can't move. Like, and then they asked me this, like, do you feel tingling in your, hand, in your arms and your legs? I was like, no, but I can't move. And then after a while, I just moved. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. Man, <laughs> very nonchalant about <laughs> – Losing complete movement and extremities. Yeah, I just asked him. I said, I mean, we, we wake up with a sore back and we're like, oh, call the doctor. What the hell's going on here? He couldn't even move. And the hit looked brutal. No, I asked him. Um, the only thing I asked him, I was like, did I get the first down? He said, yeah. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Were they, so did, do they ask you like questions like you see in the movies, like who's the president? And yeah. That kind of stuff? They just ask you like, what year is it? The date? Do you remember what happened? I, I I told him, yeah, I remember what happened. I just can't move. Well, at least the brain was intact then. Yeah. Uh, the brain was functioning after this collision. Mm-hmm. It looked bad. I mean, you across the middle, you're a little guy. You've taken a lot of hits. Where did that collision kind of rank for you in terms of pain? I think that was my hardest hit I've ever gotten. That was the hardest one because really? I couldn't move. So it was like, that has to be the hardest That'll one. That'll do it, yeah. Because all the other ones, like um, – it was like, oh, he's faking. And I was like, I wish I could have gotten up and celebrated a third down that converted, got into a first down. I couldn't. I was like, I couldn't move at all. But that was Diggs giving me a hard time. So, But that's bad for me because remember last week I said uh, Micah. <laughs> all right, we had some new people here. So in case you missed last week, even if you suffer a season-ending you said even if it was career-ending, you'd be giving Micah Hyde a hard time, yeah. neck injury. Yeah. And you, so you, you gave him, heck, you know, making fun of his neck. Yeah. So he you, texted me today, too, by the way. So. He, what's that? He texted me today, too. Did he? What did yeah. he say? I forgot. Um, 
I totally, I, let me see, let me find out. Pull it um, That's tough. Micah. Micah Hyde, Isaiah McKenzie. He said, how many fingers I got up? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, like, the peace sign. So you responded. Yeah. You took it in stride. Yeah, because I knew it was coming. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Diggs gave you, gave you a hard time? Yeah, too? he said I was faking. I was like, well, I wish. Like, why would I fake not moving? <laughs> so that's... I'll tell you why you'd fake not moving, because you did it when you were, what, eight, nine years old to your grandma. True, true. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a prank. Like, this was it was not a prank. <laughs> Maybe you were pranking out there. No, but a lot of I know we've told that story, but there, there's probably people here who haven't heard it. Real quick, like, so you, the prank that you pulled on your grandma, you, you got to retell gonna, that one. The thing is, you're going to make me try to remember that story after. Oh, you, that's right. You're in protocol, so how are you going to remember that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. All right. So, next show, next show. Did, next do you know show. how old you were? I can go take it from there. Yeah, yeah. I knew everything else. They didn't ask me, like, the president because I didn't know. Yeah. But other than that, like, I knew everything else. But you pretended to be dead when you were, like, 10, 11? Yeah. And you waited until the cops showed up. Mm. Everybody showed up at your house. Your grandma thought I, little Isaiah was done. Mm. And then you arose from the dead. Yeah. This is when everybody was there. Which is just a ruthless prank. I mean, that's, that, that's brutal. So I give it, to, I mean, Diggs might be onto something there. Yeah, I, he might be onto something. Yeah. I'm going to try to fake it next time. No, they might kick me out of the game. I can't do that. But you, we saw you run off the field. So yeah. you were with it enough to just go back to the locker room yourself. Well, like, when I was stuck there, I, like, I moved. And I was like, okay. I was fine. I was squeezing. My legs were moving. And I was like, get me up. And he was like, no, just lay there. And I'm like, all right. Did I get the first down? He's like, yeah. So I was like, all right, get me up. So I got up, and he was like, can you walk? I was like, yes, just get me up, and I'm running the locker room because I want to come back out because I thought right. I was able to come back out. But then I got back inside, and they said, hey, we saw you couldn't move, so you're out. So we hear so much about, like, this nebulous, mysterious, independent, mm. you know, concussion specialist, no affiliation to the team that puts you through a test. Uh-huh. Just t- take everybody through what, what, what does that entail? The test. Yeah. Um, it's, it's somebody that allegedly has no ties to the Bills, right? Well, we had our own doctor that was there. And then uh, one of the trainers, they tested me. And then we went through the whole thing. But there's a, there's a doctor there that's not related to the Bills. Like, yeah. But um, they just take your memory. Like, they t- tell you to repeat numbers back, uh, words. Remember the, the words that they told you. Uh, balance tests. Um, yeah, close your eyes and all that stuff. But I was fine with that. So everything, I passed all that stuff, but since I couldn't move, I couldn't go back out there. So you, you, you couldn't move stuff even back in the locker room initially? No, just, when just I was from on that the ground. Initially. Yeah. So they just wanted to be careful. Yeah. So, but the trainers did a good job. They, uh, the head trainer was like, hey, we're just going to keep them out. Yeah. And it was like, all right, cool, that's cool. Probably a smart decision with yeah. everything going on. Because I want to play yeah. more. If I would have went back out there and it didn't happen again, I'd probably be out. So you definitely suffered a concussion. I don't know. You don't know? I mean, <laughs> because the, the thing is, I can move, but I don't know. You're making me think. I'm asking um, a guy who probably suffered concussion <laughs> if he suffered a concussion. That's poor questioning. I'm The my thing part. is, I, I just people, say you suffered a concussion. People ask me, yeah. and I'm like, I was talking, but I just can't move. But I knew everything that happened. So I don't know what comes with a concussion. Like, don't you lose memory? You start crying. I don't. I think they they all vary, right? There's mild I think, concussions. Really. I mean, I can remember in high school basketball, dude crashing on me. I blacked out for a half hour. Didn't didn't come to till a half an hour. Yeah, uh, it was bad. I mean, that was a bad one. Well, I guess mine was like, I don't know, a couple of seconds. You and we talked about it last year. The yeah. first time you suffered a concussion. Maybe tell the people here when when was that? Because that was a moment where you. I mean, that happened, and then you were this fearless football player who just wasn't worried about anything. It was like a punt return in high school? Yeah, it was a punt return in high school. It was actually against Devin Singletary School, American Heritage, uh, Delray, and um, I caught a punt return, and I was running down the sideline, and I got hit. I laid there. That was it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was worse than Sunday. Really? Yeah. Did you think? Maybe football isn't for me no. at that point no. at all. You're no. a little guy playing no. a big man's game. No. No? You went the other direction. Yeah, just keep going. 
I always wonder that too. Like this, this football season, I mean, we've all watched these games. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting softer with kids, but I'm watching these games and there's just guys on the turf motionless. How do players line up and play the next snap when you see stuff like that? Like when you're on the field and one of your team, not just a teammate, but a friend, mm-hmm. you know, a guy next to your locker that you, you know, you bleed and sweat with every day. You see him unable to move. Dane Jackson. Yeah. And that I mean that hit. I couldn't watch the replay. I mean, his ne- it's like out of a horror movie. You guys got to play the next snap. Psychologically, how do you even do that as a player? Um, I don't know. That's kind of hard. I mean, I mean, I've, I see it happen. It happened to me. And it's just like it comes with the territory. You cho- we like we choose to play this sport, and we know it's a brutal sport. We just like that's what you know. That's what happens. And you you got to be fine with it. You know, you got to find be fine with getting hurt. You got to be fine with getting a concussion. You know, you got to be fine with everything yeah. that comes with it. That's why you signed the contract. So I was fine with it. So whatever. <laughs> you better be fine with it, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, would you rather like get a concussion playing rec basketball or making millions of dollars? That, it's so true. It's so true. Like, and then I always come back to that too. Like, there's, you know, there's the one side of okay, football's worth. I still think football's absolutely worth it. There's, I'm sure a lot of people here played high school ball here in section six, right? Where it's you learn things in football. Yeah. That I don't think you can even learn in other sports. Like yeah. the teamwork, the accountability, the uh-huh. the pressure under the lights. Like if you screw up your job, like your buddy might get his bell rung. Like uh-huh. there's an inherent um, stress level in football that is just good for life skills. And then there's the fact that you might, you know, if you're not a bum like me and you've got <laughs> a lot of talent, like this talent you have could just lead to millions of dollars and you know, leads you and your family to, you know, generations of security. Uh-huh. So it's, I imagine it probably is an easy question to answer for a lot of players. Like, absolutely, I will play this violent game yeah. because it's going to help me and everybody in my inner circle. Right. I mean, yeah. With, with you, how, like, what went into it? Because you can't, we've talked about it, but, like, uh-huh. you came from a pretty rough place in yeah. South Florida where, I mean, you saw some things, you endured some things, you had a bullet graze you. Football is, you know, what's a collision when you've lived the life you've kind of lived growing up? Football is easy, way easier. You know what I'm saying? I get to go out there and have fun, obviously play for the money, but also just play with my teammates, go to the locker room. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a extended family, you know, then the locker room and just going out there and playing for your, playing for your guys. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the military, but you know what I'm saying? It, it's somewhat not close to it, but somewhere in the area where you – you fall in love with the guys you play with. You make friends, you know, after football. You, um, I don't know, it's a lot of things that I like about the sport that I, you know, enjoy doing. And you, you've probably have helped your family in so many ways, too. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's I mean, that's by default. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Man. All right. Before, last concussion question. I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of concussion questions for the concussed. But, like, did you see the Tua yeah, so injury like actually, last Thursday? I was we was watching the game. Me and her, me and my girl was watching yeah. the game. And I was like, "Look, look, his hands." And yeah, we just looked at it, and then next thing you know, I was laying there, can't move. So I was like, "Damn!" I mean, that was chilling. I mean, yeah. he so like to a tongue of viola, his hands, his yeah. arms, everything just kind of locked up neurologically. He just that's a response, I guess, to a serious concussion. Yeah. And then he's taken away on a stretcher. I mean, as well, a player, he shouldn't have been back the in our game. When he fell down, he was supposed to just... It was a back injury, Isaiah. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, they should have just stuck with that and not let him play that game and say, hey, his back hurts. I think everybody with a pulse watching that Bills-Dolphins game, I, I don't think you need to be a Twitter doctor to be like, something happened with the head bouncing yeah. off the turf. Well, even if you're, his back is hurting and he, and he does that, like, yeah. he, still should be, he should still be out, like can't move well he can't move but his body's discombobulated at the moment so I don't know do you feel like teams in general have the players best interest at heart most teams you know I, I wouldn't even say teams you know you got some coaches just probably a small amount of coaches like hey we need you to play well, I need you to get this done you know and that's that's sad but most coaches are you know team 
player friendly and they look out for their players. I know Sean McDermott does. So you've heard those stories though. What stories? That coaches around the league are oh, are, are the opposite. Of course. And those are probably coaches you don't want to play for. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's a lot of money involved. That's like you a lot of money. Yeah. Every, everybody then you got to play for him. You're like, okay, well, he doesn't care about me, but he give me a lot of money. Yeah. So I just do what I can. So like the, have you seen Varsity Blues? Is that a reference you get? Oh my Blues God! Here you go with these movies again. Nah, <laughs> Billy Bob stays in the game. So uh, it's a high school coach. He makes his players just play through all these injuries. There is some of that in the NFL. We gotta watch. I gotta watch that. Movie. You gotta watch it. It's great. It. I, I mean, the reason I asked though is I, I remember talking to Chris Borland. So he was a linebacker, Wisconsin 49ers, retired after one year. You know, shocked the world. Why is this great player retiring so soon? And uh, concussion concerns. He, he brought that up. Like he was worried about head trauma. And he said that in 2012, he heard that like the NFLPA had this 94-page document yeah. about concussions that they withheld from the players. Like the own, their, their own union wouldn't show the players this, this document about the effects of concussions later in life. And then a year later, League of Denial comes out. We learn so much about concussions. Um, I just hope that players are aware. Like, yeah. that, that's, all, that's all players. Like, just, like you just said, just know what this game can do to you, and then you can make a decision. Yeah. And you feel like players are aware. I feel like now the NFLPA is way different now. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're all about the players. I don't know how it was in the, you know, when 2000. It's 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah, 10 years ago. I wasn't in there 10 years ago, so I wouldn't know. But I know now the NFLPA is, you know, doing the best they can to let the players know all the information they can about, yeah. you know, the NFL. And um, just like the tour situation, NFLPA is, you know, trying to change the protocol rule, you know, with the NFL and stuff like that. So I feel like they've done a great job up until this point. So. I guess that's where I'm skeptical. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I hope they're doing the right thing. Yeah. After hearing that, I'm like, man, when the NFL and NFLP are, like, doing something together, I'm ho- let's keep the players' health yeah. priority number one over the bottom line, and concussions are going to scare moms from letting their kids play football. Yeah. I, you know, there's that perception that uh-huh. is always kind of there. Um, but did you watch the game? Like, did you see the rest of the game in the locker room? Yes, I watched the rest of the game in the locker room. I was just standing there watching the game, yeah. yeah. Just by yourself? No, me and Jameson Crowder, he broke his ankle. So. What's the scene like in there? With me and him? Yeah. Like. We're, well, he was trying to put his boot on, and I was watching the game screaming. And then there was like, I said, you can't be doing that. I'm like, fine. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, nah, was, we were just watching the game and hoping that we won, you know. So. It probably was, uh, in a weird way, tougher for him because pr- he probably knows he's going to be out a lot longer than you, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was, well, when he was on the sideline, I thought he twisted his ankle, and Chad was like, hey, he twisted his ankle. No, no. And then Dick said, he said, hey, he broke his ankle. I'm like, broke his ankle? So now he has to get, like, you know, surgery and stuff, so he'll be fine, though. Man, you guys have a lot of injuries going on right now. I know a yeah. lot of teams have a lot of injuries, but w- what's it like to be a part of this team where every time you look up, somebody's going down with something, and you just have to keep motoring along? I guess you said it the best. You just got to keep motoring on. You know, I, I feel like – it's the next man up mentality. You know, at some point, you got to forget the injuries. We still got to play football. You know what I'm saying? When I went down and JC went down, Shakir got in. I mean, Khalil got in. And he did a good job. So it's just like next man up. And for me, it's like, you know, when that happens, like I just, I just want us to win. I don't care who makes the play. I just want us to win. What a game, too. I mean, I know we had some people that were at the game right here in front. Anybody else in Baltimore for this one? That guy right there, he's back. What? Right here. You were in Baltimore. No, oh, okay. he's back. He's, <laughs> he's back. Twenty to three. Yeah. They're kicking your butt. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're. It's wet. It's sloppy. Yeah. They're just rolling downhill. Nothing's going right. I don't know. This felt like a real signature win for you guys because you know you got schmucks like me pointing out the fact that you seven in a row, one score games. The Bills are front runners, man. <laughs> they can't win the close ones. Um, it was a close win, and you kind of had to do it on Baltimore's terms. You know, a, a back alley brawl of a game. Yeah. You know, b- big picture, did, did, this, did this feel like a pretty significant regular season win for the team? Um, yeah, because, you know, a lot of, like you said, a lot of people say we can't win the, the one-score games or the, you know, the close games. But also, we also came back. You know, we was down, what, 20? No. 20 to 3. 20 to 3. I was going to say 17 to 3. 20 to 3. And then we had to drive down before half and score. 
and we did that, and then we slowly came back, but and we got the win. But yeah, I feel like it's a good win because we came back and we won a close game in Baltimore against a great team. So, so there is something to that. I mean, that can be good for a team's soul to win a close game, yeah. right? Internally, yeah, because the the thing on us is like we can't win close games, it's just like the Dolphins game. You know, it came came close, but we didn't win. This game, we were losing, came back, won the game. So I feel like that gives us some, you know, confidence that, hey, we can win close games. Like, that's what we do. You know, we just got to execute better. So The end of the first half, though, I mean, you, you referenced it. Your touchdown is, is really kind of what got the momentum shifted. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you just kind of take us through that drive and that touchdown? What, what did uh, you see out there? Um, after the first few drives, Coach kind of yelled at us, hey, you know, uh, receivers coach, Chad Hall, he goes, you know, receivers are messing up. We're doing, you know, we're not doing our jobs. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And then so we took it on the chin. And um, so that drive came, and um, it was a two-minute drive, you know, one minute and 47 seconds left. We're driving downfield, catching the ball. We got timeouts. So we're getting downfield. And we get to the red zone, and we call a play. And um, it was just a pick play for me to get the ball and run in the end zone. And um, I felt like we were doing us. We was executing well. We didn't have – I don't know if we had a penalty to dr- that drive. No. But we just kept driving downfield. We kept doing us. And that's what we weren't doing in the beginning of the game. So that's what kind of, you know, set us back a little bit. But we knew if we did us, you know, we can come back and we can work our way to a win. You know, and, that, and you know, going into halftime, we needed that. You know what I'm saying? It gave us a little surge for the second half. It could have turned. I mean, they. I think they dropped an interception that drive. Yeah. I mean, it could have been 27-3. Yeah. So you, sometimes, you know, it's good to get a little luck your yeah. way. That Patrick Queen drops that pick, and then that drive get, keep, keeps going. But so with Chad Hall, though, your, your wide receiver coach, <laughs> I've talked to him before. He's, he's got a lot of energy. It seems like he loves you guys. You love him. He, he's a huge, huge, huge presence behind the scenes. What, yeah. What, what's he really like as a receivers coach? He's awesome. You know what I'm saying? He coaches us up well. He's been here. We've been here the same amount of years. Well, he's been. He became the coach, two thousand and nineteen. So we've been together for a while, me and him. And then obviously Diggs came along and all us. But he's he's been awesome. You know what I'm saying? He's been teaching us a lot of things. He he emphasizes on things we need to know. He teaches us the the plays, offense, and he's done a great job for the, the past few years. And you can see it out there on the field. We work hard for him. We love him as a coach. And um, you know, we can't say enough about him he's done so much for us when he gets after you though what's what's that like How, does he gather <laughs> you around and just ream you out like, well people are like kind of separated so like jc was sitting on the cooler i was sitting next to Diggs, listening to him complain and then gabe <laughs> and then <laughs> and then uh, uh who else was there oh khalil he's the rookie so he's just like just trying to find his way and we're all kind of scattered, and he's yelling at me, yelling at Diggs. Diggs yelling at him, and then he's yelling at JC, yelling <laughs> at Gabe. And he's like, you know, we need to get – and he doesn't yell at us at all, you know, rarely. You know what I'm saying? We're always doing the right thing. Sometimes he'll get on us like, hey, you need to do this. But, like, he never yelled at us. He rarely yells at us. And he yelled at us, and we was like, dang, Chad, yelling at us is bad. So we had to, like, tidy up. But actually that next that, – the halftime drive, you know what I'm saying, we just – that's – what kind of got us going so but yeah he rarely yells at us but when he yelled at us we was like all right we messing up a lot here so. <laughs> it, I mean, it probably does have a lot more impact when yeah. he's not you know on you yeah. every second of every game yeah. when he does it's gonna really yeah it, it means something it means that we're doing something wrong and we yeah. need to fix it and then you get it in the halftime yeah. where more adjustments made like i mean because he came out in the second half and you just we're able to, I don't know, pound them. The tables just turned. Yeah, it kind of just turned. Me and JC went down. Like I said, Khalil got in, right. and Diggs and Gabe did their thing. And they kept the train rolling, so. Well, big win. Yeah. And I think that, you know, everybody's wondering, are you, you going to play this week? Are you through? This, you through well, I got to go through protocol first, so yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. A lot of uh, baseline studies and yeah. such, I'd imagine. Yeah. I I don't know I've never well since the high school concussion I I haven't got one this is my first oh really one. you haven't had any concussion since that high school one yeah no okay this, and I don't even call this one a concussion so you know I don't even know what this call it like hey maybe I don't know Bill's gonna sue me or something you know the NFL are gonna come after me oh no it's just I don't call it a concussion because like I was I was well aware of what happened I just yeah. couldn't move 
But I guess, I don't know. The bell was rung, right? Yeah, just for like a... You saw stars. No, no. You didn't see stars. No. That's right. No. No. You know, your job, though, as a slot receiver, I mean, you've got to navigate through the middle of the field. I know the league's, you know, throwing flags around, finding everybody, but until you make it flag football, you're going to get hit. Yeah. Like, you are going to get lit up. I'm fine with that. You're fine with that, even after this. Yeah. So where do, what's the root of that fearlessness on and off the field for you? Because I, I, I would think there, there'd be a lot of players in your position, I'm sure there ha- have been, mm-hmm. that take that kind of hit that you took, and it's, they're not going back on the field with that mentality. Um, I guess everybody don't like to do it. It's just like part return. Not a lot of people like to do it. So I feel like in that slot position, there's a lot of – I'm 170 pounds. Everybody I'm going against is probably like 190, 220. So, like, everybody in that middle, you know, linebackers, 230, 240. And I feel like a lot of guys don't want to go across the middle, and somebody has to do it. So I feel like I can do it. So that's what I'm going to do. And even though I got rocked, I still caught the ball and got us a first down, and we scored on that drive. So I feel like I was a big part of that drive, you know, even though I was out after that. But for the most part, I'm saying, I rarely get hit like that. So I'll take one every now and then. So it's all right. What goes through your head when you know, <laughs> like, you know you're going to catch and get hit? Nothing. You know, you, there's no I know I got to catch this ball. That's it. That's it. Other than that, it's uh, – the thing is, it's like the ball's thrown. It's like, okay, it's me, the ball, and two people. I'm going to get hit anyway, so I might as well catch the ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I drop it, and I get, I'm going to still get hit. Yeah, yeah. Because they want to make sure I drop it, so they're going to hit me anyway. So I might as well catch it, get hit, get back up, or stay down there. I caught it. That's all I'm worried about. I don't care, like, what's around me. Beat my guy and then get hit by the next guy, it's fine. Can't be worried about injuries then. No. Can't. I'm not. Man. So what's uh, this week like for you then? You just kind of show up and yeah, go through up, protocol and protocol. hope that they clear you pretty much? And they clear me, not clear me, and you figure it out from there. So. Pittsburgh? Yep. Any uh, payback on the mind? They – it was a long time ago. I mean, week one last season, you guys were a different team. They were a different team. T.J. Watt isn't, wa- isn't walking through that door. But uh, do you guys remember that game? No. Nobody cares? No. We just the next game. Yeah. We know what we got to do. And it's, it's here. So it's going to be awesome. Saying back at home, do our thing. What's it really like playing in front of these fans? You, you've touched on it here and there, but yeah. – you know, when you, when you leave and then you come back, especially with the hype, the expectations, mm. how everybody's viewing the Buffalo Bills this season, what's the energy like in that stadium this year? It's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, I feel like the fans know that we have something great going on, and we know we have something great going on, and we want to show it to the world, not only to the world, but to our fan base that, you know, we can get the job done. And it's awesome to come back home, you know, in that stadium and just – you know, hear our fans go to work, screaming, yelling, and it's fun. Gives me the chills. This kind of game, does it do wonders, like, for camaraderie in the locker room? I mean, we see all the videos you're putting out there, right, on – was it – I don't have TikTok. Was it TikTok you put TikTok. Some, Instagram? You and Deion Dawkins were saying uh, Well, that was after we lost to the Dolphins. What? Yeah. Okay. That was on Friday last week. Yeah, yeah. Before this game. Um, I don't know. We just, we just stay the same. Like, we don't want to go up and down like, hey, we're down this week. We lost this week, so let's change up what we do. Let's be different people. I mean, just how, how close is the team, though? How close is it? It just seems like this is a group that's been together for a while now. Yeah. So when we see, you know, you're, you were singing Backstreet Boys and yeah. NSYNC and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. For those who might have missed it. What, what was going on? You were lip syncing. I don't think you were actually singing. Yeah, yeah, we were lip syncing. Li- yeah. Lip syncing, okay. Yeah. Um, we were just having fun. It was a Friday practice, and – Usually on Fridays, I play the music, right? And um, uh, I was at Dion's locker. He started playing music. And then he made me the DJ. And then Taiwan came, and we were just having a good time. We weren't even thinking about it. So it was just like turned into a Friday thing, I guess. So this Friday, we'll do it again. I was going to say, it's got to be a weekly <laughs> yeah. lip sync battle, right? Yeah. That's what people want. Uh-huh. We might have to do it here. I don't know. What? Well, we, you're going to you know, dance forever, or sing for everybody, so you might as well dance and lip sync for everybody, too. Future episode. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you were like, ju- 
asking everybody about their tattoos, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Who, so who has the best tattoo on the team and who has the worst? Best tattoo. I don't know. That's between, like, Diggs and Vaughn. Like, they, the have, a, they have a lot of tattoos. Um, they probably don't have the best. Yeah. But they probably have, they have a lot. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't really know to be honest. How did so? How did that video come about? So you were they going around me, the locker they, room. Yeah, they just asked me to do yeah. it, and it was like, hey, just you know, rate people's tattoos, talk about them. I just did what I do. <laughs> people love it. I don't face of the franchise, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of become a thing. Yeah. <laughs> what? So what's your? You have some tattoos, right? Anything su- significant to you? No. You don't. No. No, just bored. Boring. Huh? Can't put you on the spot then. No. Nah. I'm sure we got some questions out there. I don't want to, you know, monopolize the conversation here. Is, was, go-to karaoke song. Wow. Um, <sighs> I, it had to be something with Sam Smith, I guess. That's my favorite artist, Sam Smith. Sam, Sam Smith, that's right. So that's who you listen to before games. Yeah, yeah. Just calming? Yeah. Puts you at peace? Mm-hmm. Any song particularly? No. It's, all of his songs are awesome. Yeah. All right. I don't think there's many uh, football players out there just, you know, listening to the Sam Smith. But Micah likes Sam Smith. Micah Hyde? Yeah. Really? I think that's why we get along. Yeah. Because, like, we'd be in the shower. Well, that's kind of weird. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, like Isaiah McKenzie does <laughs> does bathe and shower. We don't be in a shower like well, I guess we're in a shower together, but like separate. You know, I, like I got you, <laughs> but you're a little dirty. That's why like, you're known. As, you're known. You almost have to play in your brand yeah. a little bit. Maybe you just shouldn't shower. Probably. You know, play play it up a little bit. That could be your thing. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Our dog also just was sprayed by a skunk this week. So I mean, uh, it was bad. How's your dog doing? He's all right. I haven't seen him in a while because I've been in and out. But He's in good hands, popping good, good hands. hands. Yeah, with the trainer. Watch out for the skunks. It's not yeah. fun. All right, we got some more questions out there. Jersey? Like, oh, the all reds. Yeah, but I, we only use those one time a year. Yeah. Yeah. People love those all reds, too. Yeah. I guess it's something to look forward to. If it was up to you, like, what, what, what would you wear? Would you just wear those every game? No. no. I like all blue, all white, or all red. But all red is, like, my favorite because we only, use it, we only wear it one time. It's like, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the Bills and Jets, like, in 2016, Thursday night, the Jets were in all greens, the Bills were in all red. And I think if you were – the people who were colorblind didn't know what the heck was going on. Because it's just like all you know, dark blobs out there. So that's why you if you're colorblind, like, what do you see? I don't know. <laughs> Anybody like, colorblind here? Remember that game? Really? You were there? <laughs> what, did, what did it look like? So that was the 2015 yeah, game. <laughs> he acts. He goes, "You're colorblind." What'd you, I'm sorry. What did you see? People running everywhere. It, I was also up in the nosebleeds. I bought the oh. ticket like three, four hours before the game. Just enough time to make it there to the game. But so is it like like black and white? No, it's just that blue looks different to me than it does to you. What blue? On his on this jersey, this guy's jersey right here. And the same with same oh. with everything else. That blue. Can't be looking that close. My concussion. <laughs> you should milk this. You really got to milk this, right? Like, not to make light of concussions or anything, but you know, your girlfriend's over there. If you forget something, forget an anniversary or big, just, just yeah, point to your concussion. You right? remember, baby? I remember that. Yeah, throw it in your back pocket. Yeah. And anytime you're in trouble for anything, just get out a jail free card. Yeah. Exactly. At least, at least for two weeks. Because who's gonna question you? Who's gonna say you didn't suffer a concussion, Isaiah? Oh, she would. Okay. It doesn't. So she'll be like, she'll be like, it doesn't last that long. I'm like, how do you know? They're scary. I mean, <laughs> I've talked to a lot of players, if, and then and if you have another one shortly after, yeah, the symptoms over. get worse and worse and worse. So, even though you don't know if you really had a concussion, yeah. maybe just take a little time if you need it.
Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try. And remember, you're on my fantasy team, too, so we'll, we'll sit you down this week. Uh, I got you some points this week, didn't I? Touchdown? You did, but, you know, you didn't finish the game. What is it? Like, how does that work? So, like, you just. You're done. No, you, you, you scored, so that was good. It was a blowout win. Okay, cool. Yeah. You did. Well done. <laughs> All right, we have some more questions out there? Oh, right here. Sorry. Thanks. Uh, I may have missed this during post-game interviews, but what was the message in the locker room at halftime? All right, I mean, it was obviously a tough first half, but for that last drive, and you guys just came out and, you know, locked it down. Totally different team. I mean, so, like, what's, what, what's Coach say to you guys, you know, um, to turn things around? To be honest, I don't know. Because... <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know because I was getting the IV with the door closed. So at halftime, I didn't hear anything. But I'm pretty sure he said, like, um, win one for Isaiah. No, because I wasn't done yet. Like, at halftime, I was Still. getting the IV. And he's probably like, I don't know, like, we got to get our act together, guys. <laughs> and I'm like, we know that. Like, this is our job. What? But I don't know. That's, they say obvious things, you know? Like, yeah. hey, we need to stop turning the ball over. Like, duh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want us to do? Like, I don't know. Like, hey, we need to catch the ball. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. It's, right now, it's raining, coach. Give us a chance. It's, I, I always wonder that, though. That's such a great question because it's like, you know, it, 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 it's not out of the movies. It's not like there's this ultra inspirational speech yeah, and you no. guys are all, you know, roaring in unison, unison and then you take the field. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of more. Blah. It's like obvious things. Can't turn the ball over. Do us. It just, you know, obviously try to win. But it's just like we know that right now it's not getting done. Hold on. So, you're, you're adults. That's the thing. I yeah. feel like high school and college football, maybe the fire and brimstone yeah. speeches can go a long way, but yeah. Yeah. you're an adult. Like, I, but Sean McDermott doesn't, he doesn't do a lot. He says the obvious things, but he emphasizes like, hey, this is what needs to be done. Like, it's not, it's not bad to, you know, reiterate what we need to do, but it's like, yeah, we know. Like, uh, what I'm saying is you probably don't want you wouldn't want another guy in there just screaming at the top of his lungs yeah. and yeah, that's you know absurd. quoting Shakespeare and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any more questions out there? I think we got one more. Oh, we we got plenty more. We got plenty that's more. That's fine. I mean, we we got uh, number time. All right. Time. Uh, first of all. We love that segment that you do with your teammates uh, where you give them the Madden ratings. Oh, yeah. Do you guys love that? How much do you love that? <laughs> they don't even know what he's talking about. So my question is, if you were to give the Bills Mafia their Madden rating, I want to hear their Madden rating. Uh, or I can uh, give you an easier question if you want. That's a good question. Oh. Um, you could pander and say 99, or you could get everybody here something to work toward, you know? Tell them where to pick it up. Um, that's hard because... That's, that's tough because they, tra they travel well. It's loud in the stadium at home. Like, great pregame rituals through tables. The mustard and ketchup guy. Um, He's getting way too much pub on this podcast. <laughs> way, way too much ketchup mustard guy. Um, other than that, yeah, he, I'm going to have to go with like 99. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's, like, that, there's nothing I see that we can work on. Like, yeah. It starts from like infants. Like they're slamming them through tables. So I, I can't. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's it's pretty passionate. It's tough. It's, it's pretty tough. passionate. Yeah. It's tough. The tables, though, I don't know. I think it's time to retire the tables. Still. No, I think that's cool. I know I'm probably you know 
Not going to win many fans with that one. Yeah. Who, does anybody here with me? Does anybody want to see people? All right. My wife. That's it. <laughs> I feel like when you win, right, the team's good. That was kind of a, you know, seven to nine Bills thing, but I mean, you guys are good. That's tough because, like, if we win the Super Bowl, then everybody's jumping through tables, I mean, even me. You'll go through a table? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And I said, I told, I, I told a lot of people this, like, if, you know what I'm saying, we win the Super Bowl, like, I'm, when, sorry, when. <laughs> like, I got a drink. Oh. So as every, people as may not people know, Isaiah there. McKenzie has never had a sip of alcohol in his life. So if you win a Super Bowl, yeah, you're going to drink. Getting drunk. <laughs> All right, you might need a chaperone that night. I'll be there with you. Okay. That's It's like Isaiah goes to school. Isaiah joins a friend. He's never drank in his life. <laughs> I have to. You have it's to. Like, yeah, you have to. This is like that's it. Yeah. I'm saying, and then that'd be the ultimate party, right? I mean, you've never gone to that level, yeah. so why not? I mean, it might take one shot, and I'm out. But it is what it is. So we're talking tables. Drunk. Getting drunk. Yeah. Lighting yourself on fire. Don't, maybe no, don't no. do that. <laughs> Some fans do that. It's going to be intense, though. I'm going to make it real intense. What's like, going to happen to this city if the Bills win a Super Bowl? Like, seriously. A lot of abandoned buildings. I don't know. They burn the city down or something. That's what Richie Incognito thought way back when. I kind of agreed with him. I, th- I think the city will be in danger if the yeah. Bills win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You don't think so? Well, though, anything that's burned down, there'll then be like GoFundMe's to rebuild it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I like it. I hope you're right. Like, what can you yeah, say? Like, right. what could you possibly do? Like in Buffalo, you went to school. Oof. Like, I mean, like. In Miami, like, say the Dolphins win the Super Bowl or something, it's like, we don't want them to. But, like, I guess you got, like, strip clubs and you can go out. <laughs> but you go to Buffalo, like, you got the – anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – Stores the, are closed for months. The team and the city are synonymous here, unlike anything I've really seen. I mean, I lived in Green Bay for a while – but Green Bay is more of a, like a town than a city. Yeah. It's very small. I mean, and they've won a Super Bowl before. Yeah, I, I really it, don't know what would happen here. It would be next level. Yeah. All right, we have some more questions out there, I'm sure. One, two, three, four. All right. Are you ready for your 15 minutes? Here you go. Um, can you sign my football for me? <laughs> yeah. I, I think we got that one answered. Quickly and accurately. Okay, I have two questions, please. Mm-hmm. One, um, what are you going to be for Halloween? Oh, I thought you was asking the second one. Um, I, I, I haven't figured it out yet um, because I don't know. I'm not sure. Me neither. Um, if you were to get in trouble... Would you dread the conversation that you would have to have more with Coach McDermott or with Brandon Bean? (laughs) (laughs) Say that one more time. Say that one more time. All right, go ahead. I'll let you say it. (laughs) She was basically saying if you got in trouble, would you rather – which conversation are you not looking forward to, Bean or McDermott? McDermott. <laughs> Very yeah. quick with that answer. Yeah. Very quick. Yeah, because, yeah. Ooh. Why? <laughs> Can we elaborate? If I was to get in trouble, like off the field? Yeah. Yeah, anything. That's just tough. Like, they're both, like, they're both cool guys, you know? But, like, McDermott's like a dad. Right? Like, it means, like, the cool uncle. That is the perfect analogy. I've like, never heard that tonight. The dynamic of the Bills power structure is like, better than that. Going to McDermott is like, like going to your dad, like, hey, dad, I did this. <laughs> and I want you to know, like, you know, you know, it happened. And he's like, 
you were raised better than that. I told you better. I, I, you know better. Da, 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 da. It's like punishment. With Bean, it's like, hey, Bean, I did this. He's like, <laughs> like, hey, Bean, I stole a car or something, right? <laughs> he's like, at least, was it a nice car at least? <laughs> you know, like, when, like, Charlie comes with I stole a car. He's like, what the hell are you doing stealing a car? Like, I got plenty of cars. What are you doing? And he's like, like, that's not the point. Like, it was fun. And he's like, yeah, you're punished. Take your phone or whatever. Cool, uncle's like, hey, next time you still, it's still a good one, you know? <laughs> Just wants to know if it was worth it. And if yeah. you get chased by the police, Try not to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I would, yeah. That, you haven't really would, gotten in trouble, though, for anything. Who, me? Yeah. No, right. no. Me, no. Idiot. No. Back yeah. to the no alcohol, right? Yeah, there you go. No alcohol, you stay out of trouble. Anything after 12, I wouldn't know because I'm not there. So. There you go. <laughs> All right, we got some time for a few more. I got a question there. over here. Yeah. What's your favorite meal at your barbecue shop? The brisket sundae. Brisket sundae. Brisket. Great it's, question back there. It's mac and cheese based, baked beans on top, corn, brisket, cream, and our, um, and our home barbecue sauce. It's pretty awesome. Well, for everybody listening back home, we are at Mister's in East uh-huh. Aurora, yeah. home of some amazing brisket. Yes. Have you had the brisket here? No. Are you taking notes on anything? Mm, I haven't had the brisket here. I just, I'm pretty I, sure I, the owner... I just inhaled it before back. we hit record. It was incredible. Here? Yeah. Might have to try that. What makes a good brisket then from your experience? What makes... To be honest, see, the thing is, I don't know. I know. I was hoping that maybe a year you did a little research. And like I did my research, but I only, I only did my research to find out what a brisket was. <laughs> Like, I didn't go in depth, like, hey, like, if I make this brisket in this certain amount of time, what does it taste like, season? Like, I didn't go that far. Like, I went far, like, what is a brisket? Mm-hmm. And then I found out, like, it's the cow's chest. And then after that, I found out it was good. <laughs> like, but other than that, like, I wasn't, like, well, I guess I know how long you cook it for. But other than that, like, I don't know what else. Like, I don't even know what I'm tasting for i just eat it but you have some type of passion to have a barbecue restaurant right there's something you love about it this all no i think so like people like the food yeah you like seeing people happy eating food yeah Yeah. okay like other than that like i don't know i don't know how to cook like i don't know like what i'm doing like i don't i just know that the food's good Oh, see, you my mother-in-law says she ate there, and it was good. All right. You know, it's just certain things you you just let everybody else enjoy, and you just sit back and watch. So you don't, like, watch cooking shows and no. take notes and no. all that kind of stuff? No, no, no. What do you watch on TV? I never even asked you that. I don't watch much TV. No? No. I don't you're, watch much. You're I reading, like, leather-bound books in your spare Like, time. I don't have a TV in my room. No. She hates that. I don't have a TV in my room because, like, I just want to go to sleep. I just want to talk. I just want to stare at the ceiling. I have a TV in the living room, but like it's never on. You know, it took me two days to watch Scarface. To watch what? Scarface. Oh, Scarface. Yeah. But like even then, it's like I don't really watch it. I just stare out in space. That's not because you just not because I have a concussion. Just. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, <laughs> it probably can't be that serious if we're doing a show and if we got lights blaring on our face. Like, yeah. Because no. if it's a serious concussion, you're in a dark room, yeah. blinds closed, for days. With shades on. Right. Right. Yeah. So. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't do much. I just hang out. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. A couple more questions out here. Anything? Ask anything. I know. Here we go. Where's your favorite place to have chicken wings? Barbio. That was an easy question. Somebody give me a hard question. <laughs> like, real hard question. All right, we got one in the back. Anything but math. So, earlier you said that you were getting an IV at, at halftime of Baltimore. Yeah. 
take us back to last week, we all saw what was happening in Miami with the IVs and stuff like that. But with the stadium, the cafeteria that's there for the players, are you guys mandated to like eat certain things? And like, were they pounding you guys with water on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday before Miami, or are they getting you? Are they in your ears about what to eat and drink? On? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do a whole week. Like there's signs that say, "Hey, you need to, you know, drink this amount of water at this amount of weight. You need to eat these foods. You need to do this." Like it's all over the building. You know that Miami week. It's just all over the building, and you know some people take advantage of it. Some people don't. So, <laughs> but um, I try to take advantage of it because I know how I get. I cramp a lot. You know, even when it's cold. So that's why. Now I'm starting to get IVs at halftime because I won't make it in the third or fourth quarter if I don't. But um, that Miami week, they they emphasize on, hey, we need to get salt, water, eat the right foods, prepare. But even then, like, you can do whatever you want that week. It doesn't matter. As soon as you get out there, you're going to cramp. So you can take care of your body that whole week and you'll still cramp. Once you, no, I was just curious. Once you guys got out there at twelve o'clock, you're warming up. Was there that feeling like, holy, wow, <laughs> this humidity? Like, did any were any of you thinking could they move the game to four or something like that because it was so bad? Uh, no. It's usually at one o'clock, and we try to like we know we're going to Miami. We play we play them every year, so we kind of go down there like, hey, we're not gonna do too much in pregame. We're gonna like run a couple routes, try to go in early, try to stay out of the sun as much time, as much as we can. But um, for the most part, it's it's kind of hard to stay away because once 1 o'clock hits, it's game on, and you're running, your adrenaline going, and just the sweat is just coming. The sweat is just coming out of your body. You know, you're losing liquid, and you just got to put more water in your body, but it's kind of hard to do because you're running, exerting energy, and so, yeah. So it's hard. You know, it's weird. I think we've all kind of had Charlie horses at one point or another, but when you have a cramp in an NFL football, what does it feel like? How painful is that? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard. Like, I, yeah, it's painful. But it's like you're trying to run, and your muscle's trying to stop you from running, and you're trying to run out of it. Like, that's what happened to me. I'm running across the field, and, like, every time I step, like, my calf just clenched. And I would, like, try to get up out of it, but, I don't know, you just lock up, you can't run. Hmm. So, yeah, you kind of need my legs. Another quick one, just kind of back to, like, so you're, you know, your target zone's small because you're a small guy, but yeah. like, would you, even after that collision, I always ask receivers this, like, would you rather get hit high or low? High. You'd still get, yeah, because yeah. low, you're talking ACLs, MCLs. <laughs> no, I just, like, I'm – Ah, my shins, like that's, just, ooh. Yeah. I really just hit me high, shoulder, stomach. Anything above the waist, I'm fine. But you hit me low, that sucks. Yeah. Like my ankles. I need those. Like I don't need this. Well, yeah, I do. But like, I, don't, I need my legs. <laughs> it's true. But, it, but the hit's high. That's what's crazy. Like the hit's low are going to really hurt you. Like in the short term, you might miss. You know, eight weeks, you might miss a season. Yeah. The hit's high, you might get a concussion, you might be out a week or two, but you hope there's not problems down the road, too. So yeah. it's kind of... But even in, like, the midsection, is like, you're in your stomach? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's no way you can... Like, when you get hit, you're going to get hit somewhere. So, like, that's why I try to, like, get down before they hit me. But it's kind of hard because, like... Yeah. It's like bang, you get bang. a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that was a dirty hit? I didn't even ask you. Some people thought it was. Um... Nah, he was just playing football. He just came down. I was going down. He was going down. And, yeah. You know, at that time, it was just like they needed a play. He was trying to make that play, but I made it. So You hung on to the ball. Yeah. Any more out there? Any more hard questions? Just come with the hard questions. <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody has some interesting questions. All right, here you go. Who's your favorite teammate? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> favorite, favorite teammate? Um, I don't know. I like all my teammates. So I have to go the closest teammates that I argue with, fight with. And, you know what I'm saying? I love them like brothers. I'm going to go with Isaiah Hodgins and Gabe Davis. It's kind of even right now. 
I got a question for you. Josh has such a great arm, and there were a couple times on Sunday where we saw passes go right through guys' hands. Yeah. Do you ever go back to him as a receiver and say, hey, could you take a little something off of that? Yeah, especially this game. It was wet, and he was throwing the ball so hard. I was like, bro, nobody's catching those. We're obviously having a hard time catching the regular balls. Like, you're throwing these balls too hard, like digs. He threw one of the digs. And on film, you can see he cocked back and just let it rip. I'm like, if Diggs dropping the ball, we have a problem. <laughs> like, you're throwing this ball way too hard. And then Gabe had a couple of drops. And then, like, we're like, it's already wet. And then James Crowder had one over the middle where it was a drop. It's like, bro, you're throwing this ball too hard and it's wet. I'm saying, and he doesn't want his cold, too. It's like he has, it's like he gets... It's fun for him. Like, hey, I'm going to throw this ball so hard. It's like, no. <laughs> like, I got to catch that. And the thing is, he's 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and I'm 5'7". So when he throws the ball to me, and I'm like, poof, and I'm like flying. Like, it's like, I'm not, I'm not catching the ball with these Burger King hands. Like, I'm like, so. But, yeah, he, he, we try to tell him, like, take a little bit off. But he's so into it, he can't help it. I was going to say, can you even take, some RPMs off no. that ball. I mean, can he really? Once it's coming, it's like you're not even worried about getting tackled or anything. You're just like, I gotta catch this ball. Like he threw this so hard. Like I gotta find a way to catch this ball. It's like you're catching it to defend yourself more than anything. Yeah. Like you don't even care. If you, like even you. like the ball he threw me. Like he just zipped it in there. I was like, I'm so worried about the catch that I didn't even know a concussion was coming. <laughs> like, I, thing, like, like some guys will come across the middle and they'll throw them a, even a, like a, a light ball and like they know there's a guy there like hey ah like me was like mm. <laughs> alright bam I'm hit <laughs> like I'm not even worried about this dude like I'm worried about this ball so, it probably does tick some guys off though like was, did Diggs speak up like hey no no, no. He speaks about everything, so you kind of, like, just tone him out. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, let him talk. I saw you were doing some – I don't know if it was the Miami game or this game. You were doing some babysitting duty again. You are talking him off the ledge about something out there. It might have been the Titans game. Okay. Just, like – because, I don't know. He already had, like, three touchdowns, and he was like, you want another one? I'm like, bro, you have three. <laughs> like, what are you saying? <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, I want another one. I'm like – uh, we're like we're winning. What do you want? Like you have three well, he, touchdowns. He like, is what else him want? apparently. Yeah, whatever he's that him. Means. You know what I'm saying? But slowly but surely, I'm getting up. He has four. I have three now. So yeah. he's in trouble. I was gonna say you've become this red zone go-to guy. Yeah. That's gonna it's gonna irritate him eventually. Yeah. yeah. What is him, by the way? Ooh, we got what does that even mean? Him is like I don't know. Like like you the man. Like I'm him. Like. I'm the guy to go to. Do you like? Do you like that? I'm, I, I, that's him. It's him. That's him. Like, okay. I, yeah, that's I, <laughs> I think Antonio Brown said it first. I think, and then it just kind of trickled from there. Antonio Brown. Yeah. That's yeah, a good guy to emulate. <laughs> Looks like he was in the news again this week. Oh man, I don't even want to. Hanging talk out about. in the pool. <laughs> we'll cut it. I'll cut that one short there. Any yeah, other questions? Hard questions. I need some hard ones. Like life questions, like life, life. ex-girlfriend. No. Oh. <laughs> we do have Isaiah's girlfriend here, so. <laughs> no, she doesn't have one. She doesn't have one. Oh, you have one. Oh, she does have one. Um, I just want to know how long you're going to use a concussion as an excuse. Because earlier I asked you to do something, and he says, oh, I'm a concussion. <laughs> I said that today. You used it today? Yeah. She asked me to wash the dishes. <laughs> I was like, the smell of the soap will have my brain. <laughs> Probably about two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Could be three or four. Yeah. My experience with this particular concussion, possibly a month, that he can't do the dishes. <laughs> okay, my question, excluding the Bills, who is your favorite player in the league and who's your least favorite player in the league? Fantastic I thought that was pretty question. hard. Uh, my yeah. favorite player in the NFL. That's kind of tough. 
because we're all the same age. Um, it's a lot of teams, a lot of players. You got me thinking concussion. Um, <laughs> oh, man, it's tough. I don't know if I have a favorite player, but there's guys I kind of like. Ooh, it's guys I like. I watch and I'm like, he's he's awesome. I don't know Devonte Devonte Adams is pretty good, and then my least favorite player. Um, you have to answer it too. Uh, yeah. You said you wanted hard questions. Least favorite player in the NFL. We'll be sure to tag him on Twitter, too, <laughs> It's tough. No, I like Joe Burrow. He's, he's, he's all right. Um, <laughs> least. That's hard. I'm not, I'm not transitioning out of this question <laughs> until we answer it. Oh. Give me the hard questions. <laughs> Least favorite. Christian Wilkins? Yeah, him. Christian Wilkins. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give me some more hard questions. That wasn't hard enough. Yeah, grabbing your quarterback. I saw a lot of hands on this side. I see a lot of hands. All right, we got one over here. All right. Um, I work with a lot of people from other cities. And they always pick on me about the Bills. I'm usually the lone Bills fan. And they'll say that you guys are like a little cult because you literally answer your press conference questions all exactly the same. Yeah. And are you guys trained to do that or just the leaders they the kinda, team do, do that? Or because, okay, like, for instance, like for those who aren't members of Go Long, the Richie Incognito podcast is worth five years' worth. I but to see guy. a guy like him just be himself, how funny he is, how irreverent he is. But then when the, you guys are in the press conference, you guys are just boom, boom, boom. Like Josh literally always says, I just want to be the best quarterback for the Buffalo Bills that I can be. And he never goes beyond that. Uh, and I think you all kind of do it except for like you and Von Miller, I'd yeah. say. So are you trained to do that? Yeah, like, like little lab rats. Like, yeah, like Micah Hyde. He's a guy that does that, um, Jordan Poyer. Like all the guys, I don't know, like, you're right. Because we actually, uh, Coach McDermott in the team meeting, played a video of all the conferences, like little snippets, and all the players saying the same thing. And I'm looking, and after the meeting, I'm like, like you guys are like a cult. Like you guys, <laughs> you guys do this, y'all say the same thing. Like who taught y'all that? And then obviously Coach McDermott, but it's he's like, the call leader then. Yeah, it's like you guys all sound the same. I was like, I hope I'm not like you guys. So you, they played a clip, like a, yeah, he played like snippets of everybody in the press conference, like not everybody, but like the main guys, and then some guys that said the same words along the lines. And I was like, dang, they all do it. Like, why, why was I'm that like, encouraged? It, like, does, does he No, they that? just do it because it's like their brains are, like, trained trained to do it. Like, it's just, like, a thing. And I catch myself doing it sometimes, too, and I got to snap out of it because it's like. Yeah. Be a human being. It's the right thing. Yeah, I guess I'm Is wrong. it the right thing, though? I mean, you guys are human <laughs> beings. You're not robots. You're not names. You I mean, plug you, into I a, guess you don't want to say, you don't want to say the wrong thing. So. What? It's a game, though, you know? We're not talking life and death. True. I know. Because yeah. if we lose, because if we lose, then it's like we're talking smack. You know what I'm saying? But that's taking us in the media way too seriously. I don't think that, like, what words are in headlines, or, like, do they really carry weight? Are you going to play harder because somebody on the other team said we're going to kick their butt? It's your job. I would... You're going to play hard regardless, right? True, true. I guess we prefer people to say it to us than we say it to them. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's a good point. That, this is why we do the show, because Isaiah McKenzie is real. <laughs> You're not going to get poll-tested PR yeah. dribble. You yeah. know, it's, 
We're going to get stories. You're going to keep it real. You're going to be honest. Yeah. And that's why this place is packed. So everybody, thanks so much for coming out. This is Thank awesome. you. Greatly appreciate it. Episode three of eight. So we've got five, five more of these. And I uh, can't wait. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate you coming out, Isaiah. Yes, sir. And thank you, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>